0: You are listening to the Physio Accelerator podcast with Trish Wisby-Roth. Now, I would be surprised if there is anyone listening to these podcasts through these period of COVID and even the post-COVID era that hasn't been affected in some way uh, emotionally, career-wise, business-wise, family-wise. So I think it's fair to say that we have all experienced really tough times in the current or the very recent past. And for that reason, it's really a very unique time in the world's history. If you look at it that way, it hasn't been a shared world experience, really, since the Second World War, which uh, none of us were around uh, to experience. So we are living in extraordinary times. And uh, I'm based in Sydney, and while we haven't had it nearly as bad as many other places in the world, as far as Australia goes, um, and uh, My poor colleagues in Melbourne have had it worse, but Sydney has taken quite a brunt. And talking particularly to younger physios, um, new career physios, and also people who own their own practice, it's really hard for them to see the positives from a situation like this. And I I totally understand that because uh, there's times, don't get me wrong, that you go into lockdown, all the patients cancel, you don't know where you're going to get, you know, the finances to keep paying the wages. Um, But when I step back and with, you know, I don't know if wisdom is the right word, but having done this for so long and been through huge ups and huge downs and times where I felt that was the total end of my career or there, was, there were closed doors all around me, it really helped me and I think it could help you is to stand back and to say, during these really tough times what are my weaknesses and i know it's it's counterintuitive to all the positive speak uh, of okay what am i good at what am i succeeding at and they're all great to hear about and to think about but during really tough times, when you feel the doors are closed, or um, you've been disappointed either in your workplace, in your business that isn't going well, um, in positions that you went for, or you're wanting to work in 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 sports and you don't see a way forward. There's two ways you can go. You can get frustrated saying, I really want to get to the Olympics and be with a team and I want that to happen now and it's not happening or go the other way, which has subconsciously always been my backstop and that has been, this is really tough. I am not enjoying my current situation and I am not happy about it and things aren't going the way I would like. What can I do to man myself with greater skills, with some more resilience, with um, increased knowledge in a different area, or how can I fill in some of the gaps in my either my knowledge base as a physio, my confidence as a health professional, my business ability as a um, business owner, or my life work balance as A human being who not only goes to work and tries to get the best for their patients and the best for their job and the best for their career and the best financially, but also have a home life, a social life, a sporting life, a family life, a friend's life. So there's so many areas to be a fully rounded individual, not just to be successful in one area. And if you can sit back and say this, this door is closed at the moment, or this is really, really not going the way I want, no matter how hard I'm pushing in that direction, to sit back and say, okay, I look at everything. Where, where am I failing? Where are my weaknesses? And let's just pick one or two of those and think about, in that weakness, what are the things you can change at the moment and what things can't you change? You know, a classic at the moment is um, feeling like it's um, difficult to get the career advancement Lots of things are in a stalemate at the moment. I know you can easily swap from one practice to another, but that may not be improving things for you. And certainly on a CV, it's something I always look at. How long has someone been able to stay at the one job? If you haven't lasted for more than 12 months at three jobs in a row, Yeah, I would be very, yeah, I would be concerned about that on a resume. I think a lot of business owners will look at that and think that is once can happen twice. You know, it's a pattern. There might be reasons, but it's a pattern. But once it happens three times, do you know that that can be a pattern that's hard to crack and it can look on a CV, like this person gets bored easily, takes what they can and get going. So instead of jumping around randomly, I think if you can sit back in these really tough times where things aren't going your way and see what your weaknesses are, and and there will always be objectively some strategies you can do to improve things in your weakest area and your weakest link. So if that is um, you own your own business and you're really struggling with, you know, working out the finances, um, recruitment of staff, creating team culture, uh, dealing with conflict in the practice, any of those kind of things, while I can give you a bit of mentoring with our mentoring series or with our live Q&As, there are within our profession wonderful private practice business coaches out there that are very, very good at that side of things. And, um, I, you know, there's from Paul Wright to John Davies to um there there's the ultimate physio network there's James Schomberg, who's um I've known for many years and he has both a big heart and incredible um skill in, in physio business as well as clinical skills so there are lots of people out there and the wonderful thing in this time is you can connect to them via LinkedIn, via social media, meeting groups, talking to like-minded people. And once you start putting it out there and the things that you are really struggling with, it can be so uh, supportive and a positive experience to hear other people say, look, I'm having exactly the same problem and this is where I found a solution or this might work. So that's for the physio business side of things. And as a new graduate, or if you've come into being a physio in the in the last year or so, you really haven't come into a normal environment because things have been changing um, before, during, and hopefully there'll be some time after COVID, but it's not going to be a while. And so having someone who's been around in the physio profession, to ask questions of, um, to voice your concerns, to articulate what you feel is worrying you or one of the things that you feel that you're really missing as support in, in you as a whole person as a physio. Well, that's something we can offer with our with these podcasts I try to be there virtually for you and support you but also we do have live Q&As through Facebook and if you go to the physio accelerator Facebook page or to www.thephysioaccelerator you'll find info about those those podcasts and also the live Q&As and finally it can be really difficult in physio private practice, sometimes in hospital um, settings, to have people to take the time to fill in your clinical knowledge and to answer the questions for you where you feel like you don't have the differential diagnosis skills or or the assessment scaffold so you feel that you're confidently creating a biopsychosocial strategy to optimise outcomes for your patients. That can be really hard to find by yourself and sometimes within a practice, and I know this myself having had practices now for, you know, 30 plus years because I started very young owning my own practice that sometimes the owner of a practice particularly when things are tough they are mentally physically and emotionally fatigued and being able to mentor and educate and upskill needs you need to be in a positive faith frame of mind and often if they're dealing with all these issues it can be incredibly hard and too taxing for them to be able to work with you to fill in your weaknesses. So what I would say is we at the Physio Accelerator we have a fantastic onboarding series that goes through biomechanics, anatomy, differential diagnosis and assessment key treatment and exercise and psychosocial interventions for the key areas you'll see in private practice that being lumbar spine, pelvis, hip, thoracic spine, cervical spine and then including um, the upper body and lower body neural and quite a lot about practical psychosocial interventions to optimize outcomes so my aim with that series and I work closely with the APA to create it was to create a scaffold so that so that no matter where in those five most common areas you see in private practice if you feel that that you're really lacking in in differential diagnosis or understanding an assessment strategy that will give you direction or having a scaffold that really builds your confidence and that's a really important thing to build up and often when we feel like our career is not going the way we want it to go or doors are closing and we don't feel like we've got anywhere to move, it's always a great fallback. Fall back and make your the scaffolding of your knowledge for each of your key areas. Build on that scaffolding so that you've got a system and a structure that you can then add on more knowledge. But you've always got that system and that structure to go back to to help you with your differential diagnosis and which direction to go. And You know, if you've got to this podcast, hopefully you've listened to some of the earlier ones. And I would have to say my all-time get-out-of-jail card has been when things have been failing and failing really badly, even, you know, when you're, you know... Things seem to be going well and then all of a sudden all these doors close, things go badly. What has always got me out of jail card is looking at the areas at my weaknesses and working out what I could change. Some things that are hard to change or impossible are personalities. Do you know, I will volunteer, I wish it wasn't, and I'm. have been trying to change it, but I can be a bit volatile. If I'm stressed, I can see things a little bit black and white. I can, I can, um, be a bit sharp, and and so trying, knowing they're my weaknesses, to try to step back and and look at some strategies, work on psychology to work on those areas that, that really um, become a problem for you under stress. It has been really worthwhile. I'm the first one to say I don't always succeed at it. And uh, one of the things I've learned even recently is if you're having to work with really stressful situations, don't deal with those situations when you're already very fatigued walk away from it because when you are fatigued and your energy levels are at a low ebb anyway your probably the way that you will react to those situations will be less than ideal but that's just you know I will have probably have to say that uh that I'm sure most of the people listening to this have more temperate personality than me. I'm, you know, I'm a black and white, hot, cold, um, try not to be, but positive or negative. So I've had to work a lot on that and particularly having worked with Olympic teams where within an Olympic team you always have to stay impartial, neutral, slow to anger always giving the right psychosocial um, word speak, the giving optimism. Do you know I had to work really hard at that and it still doesn't always, I don't always hit it on the head. But it is something that when the doors closed, that was one of the things, I've got to work on this, I've got to find a way of, of dealing with things better. The, the next one that I always fell back in is how can I improve my knowledge? Do you know, uh, particularly, and I've spoken about it before, but when I was at the level of the Olympic Games with cycling and then certain things happened where where there was a manipulation of the politics that really shut me out and, and really worked hard to... Um, almost excommunicate me from the team and they were strong power games. But what I came back from that, when I sat back, I thought, okay, what I have to do is not only get better at dealing with those situations psychologically, I need to man myself with enough knowledge, enough skill so that if... A question comes down to, can I help with a bike assessment? Can I understand what's going on with this cyclist? Can I help work psychosocially with this cyclist? Can I work with the rest of the team members? If any of those questions come up, I've dealt with them and I've filled in my weaknesses. And, you know, doing my my Masters at the AIS, under a cycling biomechanist and spending time with exercise physiologists there and listening and talking to the psychologists who deal with the athletes it was so beneficial and for till this day for years since that that RAS masters experience it Changed me as a physio and it changed my confidence and my skills. And to this day, I um, still teach on cycling biomechanics. I have cycle bites that are online that you can learn about it. You know, I've done case studies. If you're interested in any of those, touch base with us at the Physio Accelerator. But if I hadn't had that really bad ex- experience at the Atlanta Olympics, if everything had gone peachy and really, really well, I don't know that I would have pushed myself that hard to really understand everything about, you know, the alignment of the knee over the pedal axle. That that angle of the seat tube and how that influences things uh you know the length of the handlebar the height or the stem and how that changes things or or the length of the crank angles and how important that is for for knee pain in cyclists all those kind of things I think unless I look back at a time where things were tough and say what are my weaknesses I don't think I ever would have pushed myself to understand it the way I have been able to. So I know it seems counterintuitive, but when things are really not going the way you want, you're frustrated, doors are closing, instead of just turning and running, sit down and really try to analyse it and think, okay, what are my weaknesses at this point in time? What can I change, and what can't I change? And the, the things I can change, just pick, just pick one or two. I even think three is too much, but often finally the tip is if you are really in a difficult time, a difficult headspace, and you're looking at those weaknesses and how you can improve them. Work on one for your career. So that may be getting more knowledge on the business side of things, getting more knowledge on the clinical side of things. Make sure there is one that is personal. So that may be you know, you losing confidence in your own abilities or you want to talk to somebody about some issues that are really nagging, nagging you about your profession or even about your private life, um, you know, try to do something that works on the personal you, not just the Business, you because sometimes, and I've seen this myself, when I'm hitting all those walls and I'm not going anywhere and I'm really frustrated, if I come back and I look at those areas of my life, you know, like social, family, work, professional development, very often, if I want to feel better about my professional life, sometimes I've actually got to get a little bit of balance back in my private life and give myself a little bit more breathing space, a little bit more time in the sun, a little bit more, you know, now I sail and now I paint. Uh, And people think, wow, she does that, she must not be working. I have to really schedule it in, really really schedule it in like a meeting that I can't miss. It's the only way I can fit it into my life. But by making myself take time for myself for the things that lift my energy, it's the only way that as a physio, you have enough energy to give to your patients because we give out so much and if it's, we're not being replenished And that can be tough in those, these times of lockdown and COVID and restrictions, but there's still ways you can replenish yourself. And what are the things you can't change? What are the things you can? One of the things that we found is just eating our meals where possible, even if it's winter sun a little bit of time outdoors together as a family having a meal in the sun. Um, That may not always be possible, but just, uh, you know, if you're listening to podcasts, and I've said it before, listen to them and go for a walk in the park. Do you know, it's so important you look after yourself and... You know, my husband may laugh, he doesn't listen to my podcast. And um, I actually listen to another podcasting, which is very funny, called Hamish and Andy. And apparently they're, none of their partners listen to their podcasts. I'm sure they get enough of their partner without li- needing to listen to them on podcasts. But um, one of the things that I think if I could tell my younger self would be... Cut yourself some slack. Give yourself at least, at least one total free day of no work, no studying, no no pushing on your career, just to give you some breathing space. I would have to say in my younger days, I went seven days a week, probably for months, between Working in my practice, traveling with teams, running, doing courses, improving my knowledge. Um, and if I had one piece of crucial advice to myself, I would say, Trish, you, you've got to also have a goal for your well being, your health, your downtime, your happiness. So, if I can send you a virtual hug and tell you that if this has been a, a really hard time, sit back, look at your weaknesses, see what you can change professionally, education wise, mentoring wise, but also health, wellness, and happiness wise. And you'll definitely come out of this period, but you'll come out stronger wiser, and very possibly not only with more balance in your life, but you'll glow with that confidence and the opportunities will come, I can assure you, because that knowledge, all the knowledge you've gained from those hard times, how you've pushed through it and got more knowledge, it all stays with you. And when you go go further down that that journey, that road, Trust me, people will be able to see it. And when they talk to you, they'll be able to hear it. And when you see patients, they'll be able to sense it. So use these tough times to man yourself by making your weaknesses your strengths. So... Hopefully I've given you a little bit of a a shot in the arm that you can do this and use these hard times to become the foundations for your new, higher, greater, more positive times. So hopefully there's been something along the way that's helped you with these podcasts and I look forward to talking to you next time. Best wishes, Trish. Thank you for listening to the physio accelerator podcast if you'd like to find out more about what we do head to the Physioaccelerator.com. while you're there don't forget to sign up for our email list for more great insights from trish and information about our upcoming courses before you go if you think of a friend or a colleague who would benefit from listening to this podcast make sure you send it their way thanks for listening and we'll see you next time